Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. We are at episode 49. Oh, it's uh, so close. We're very close. It, it feels like it's just taken so long to get to that episode number 50. Uh, but we're not going to look ahead at this moment because no, 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 we're going to we try to stay. We're going to try to stay in the present here. Focus on the because, present day. Because, like always, the topic of today's podcast is very uh, riveting. Oh um, yeah. What's another word that you would say to describe this this podcast or today's episode? Um, very relevant. Mm. Sort of, yeah. For some reason, this topic, even though it might have been a, it, it's been a topic for a while, right? And then maybe this topic, you know, in air quotations, has ended, mm-hmm. uh, but it is still relevant, and it's it's almost Absolutely. like it's it's almost like it's gaining momentum. You could even say, yeah, um, with the millennials and the and the kids of, of this generation, right. it's probably more popular now. Oh, for sure, because of how streaming, we stream streaming shows and stuff and, and, than it and was when it actually. Yes, that's a great point. Uh, but before we get too carried away, DJ, uh, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig, and this is a podcast that we've been doing for uh almost a year now almost we are getting super close i can't i think it was around november the 20th whenever we started we'll have to get a particular date we'll, but uh you know That's ay2k's so. birthday is coming out Oof. uh and then the the pivotal 50th episode is also coming up next we're gonna week we're gonna have to throw a birthday party yeah and I mean, we're, we're going, gonna have to get a cake and well i've i've really looked into uh there's a there's a park here uh right in, in, near the studio yeah and i've really looked into renting a pavilion um, and having a oh, lot of yeah, people, that would be great. Uh, you know, bring a bring have our own potluck celebration. There have people bring their hash brown casseroles oh, yeah. and uh, their chili. And we could, yeah, we could Thanksgiving theme it. Yeah, we could. We could do a Thanksgiving. Just everybody, birthday. everybody, bring your favorite Thanksgiving. Uh, that dish. is a perfect idea, and Oof. and we'll and we'll get we'll look into that. We'll we'll yes, try to organize something absolutely. like that. So be on the lookout for uh, A1 2K's birthday bash or birthday celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. Today's episode, yep. because because we're not you know we're not talking about birthday bashes or celebrations no, no, or anything no, no, no. like that. Even though those are great things to talk about, right? And things to look forward to. Yep. But right now we have something on our plate, and mm-hmm. uh, we here at AY and Two K, it's like we have a plate right in front of us. Yep. And there's there's some turkey, and there's some. I'm gonna go ahead and get Thanksgiving rolling here. There's oh some dressing. Gosh. There's some corn. There's some green beans. And here's the thing: we're gonna we're gonna nibble on everything. We're gonna try to go around the plate and just kind of sample it. It's like almost like a little sampler platter. Right. We're trying to get everything out of this this plate that we have in front of us. Right. Which is not how I usually eat. I usually no. go like one thing at a time. No. Right. And eventually we will finish that plate. Oh. Uh, yeah. So like you know, metaphorically speaking, at the end of our episode, we will f- have finished the plate. Well, actually, to an extent, w- we'll leave some crumbs to an extent. and maybe like we probably got full. Well, that's that's the secret to weight loss is you always leave something on your plate. Yeah. So you know, if you leave that one piece of corn on there, that's leaving something on your plate. There you go. So that's what we're basically doing here at one Two Yes, exactly right. And that metaphor might have not cleared things up, uh, as I'm thinking of it. It wasn't great. Well, uh, but we, I think you know, it works. I think it does work. And I think it works just fine. It's a little bit different. We always come out and we say a bird's eye view. We almost say it's, a, it's we're unpacking a box, which is yeah. great. And and people, I think, understand that uh, yeah. at this point, yep. which is which is beautiful, the people that have listened to us. Uh, by the way, thank you uh, for tuning in every week. Absolutely. We've, we've had exceptional numbers. Um, yeah. We, we, we're always doing this because we enjoyed it, right. but it seems like other people are starting to enjoy it, which, which is, is fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. It makes it more enjoyable and for it, us. Yeah, super enjoyable. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're looking forward to continuing this um, mm-hmm. and, get, and getting it to that 50th episode, which, which will be remarkable. We're not sure what we're doing next week, yeah. uh, but it will be an occasion, a momentous oh, occasion. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but DJ, I think we should go ahead and dive into this uh, topic. We, we put yeah. out three TV shows. We've never talked about a TV show before uh, as, a, as a topic. 
but we put out three t- three TV shows for people to choose from. Right. Iconic TV shows, if, if you if you could go ahead and say that, because the other two options were Seinfeld and uh, Friends, the the, right. the episode Friends. Right. Now people might have been confused. They might have seen the poll and said Friends. Maybe we're going to talk about friendship or anything no, like no, that. No. Hopefully they was... hopefully they caught on to yeah. the theme of what else right. was going on on that poll, and then they understood that. But yes, we had a a winner. Uh, we had a triumphant winner. Yep. Uh, and that's today's uh, topic. So DJ, if you want to go and introduce today's topic, absolutely. Today's topic for AYN Two K is the office. Where to start here? There's a lot to get to. Um, I think it's good to just go ahead and give maybe some whole, background information. A whole nine seasons to get to. Yeah, there, there is a whole nine seasons. You're I mean, exactly my right. Goodness. Um, but it, it's kind of hard. We've never tackled a TV show before. This no. is this is a lot of information to try to get through. And we'll never get to. We we probably won't get to ninety five. No, no. Today's more of a seventy five, eighty two percent episode. And, right. And we have already accepted that. And I hope that you, the listeners are understanding. Give them well. to talk about. Yeah, be understanding. But uh, just to start it off, the office. Some some information behind it. Some background info. Right. Uh, to to create a foundation for the episode. Oh yeah. Uh, it was adapted from the British TV series The Office. That didn't do well. That did not do well. No. It had Ricky Gervais in it. He's um, a funny guy. Really funny guy yeah and it almost you know if you had to pick a a a main character for the office i you know i'm sure ricky gervais was up there i mean he's a very talented actor and he's somebody you know some people like him some people don't right Uh, the surrounding cast wasn't great but apparently in this instance uh somebody some people didn't like him right uh so it didn't do well but here in america it just flourished and it is you know maybe because the cast was better you know maybe we'll get into that here in a little bit right Uh, but the office aired in 2005 it lasted until 2013, and as you hit on it earlier, it's lasted nine seasons. Oh, my goodness. That is, uh, I mean, if you think about it, uh, it, it seems like there's not a lot because you, you sit there and binge it in a week and a half. Right. But nine seasons is a long time for a TV show. Um, I mean, it's... You look at some of the best TV, like I think uh, Seinfeld went for nine seasons, if, if I'm right. not mistaken. Yeah, uh, well, and then Friends also went for ten. The, yeah. la- the last season was... About eight episodes shorter than the rest of them. Right, right. And, and, you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes there's uh, conflicts. The thing about a TV series, whenever it gets to this point, is, and it's so successful, are the people that are involved with the TV show often start to have other job opportunities. Right. And that's almost always, it seems like, why these... Uh, TV series that, that are so successful yeah. end up ending because these people just have to go in separate directions at right. some point. Uh, and of course, there's been rumors that maybe the office is going to have a reunion, or, or you know, there's right. always and there's always, always that. Well, and like Steve Carell on his on his Twitter and, and Krasinski, yeah, and and a few of those different characters will like put joking, like mm. kind of teasing things out there. And you just you you hold on to that, right? And you and it and it's a heartbreaker that it might not happen. But you know what? Uh, we're we're not going to break any news here. No. But we'll go ahead and say you know, and they might get upset for us saying this, right. but there might be an office reunion. Yeah. That's all. That's all we're going to say. That's all right. we're going to put out there. Uh, but yeah, it's you a hit possibility. on possibility. It's it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Uh, you hit on you know Steve Carell, John Krasinski. Let's kind of dive into some of those characters because oh, yeah. uh, it seems like with the office uh, there were so many characters that were present in the series. Yeah. Um, and. And maybe maybe a couple of the characters didn't show up for an episode, but then another right. episode they'd be a major part of it. It right. was so the the office was very versatile uh, in the way that they they utilized well, that's, their characters. That's kind of what made the show very successful, mm-hmm. I think, is because it emulated very closely to a office an actual job. office. Right. So like there are certain days some people will do something that maybe you get a laugh out of, or somebody gets mad at somebody else for something. Yeah. And then so it's just like it's like it was more like an everyday life kind of show. And, and it that's how it was set up. It was set up as a mockumentary. Right. Uh, so this was supposed to be like an actual 
uh, office uh, workplace, yeah. and, and they were just camera cameras were in there and they were rolling. That's how it was set up. Right. Uh, and then of course the office is famous because uh, they're one of those TV shows that kind of broke the fourth wall, uh, where they yeah. where they talk directly to the audience. Right. They do uh, like interviews. Yeah, they do interviews and stuff good. like that. Uh, people people often say, "Oh, the office was the first uh, show to do that." Um, if have you ever seen Reno Nine One One? I'm not gonna uh, I'm not gonna dive deep into I have it. Not. Uh, but there was a little bit of break in the fourth wall. Uh, Reno 911, uh, if you're looking for something to watch. Great show. Not yeah. as popular. Yeah, not as popular. But if you're looking for something to watch after you finish The Office, uh, maybe maybe slide over to that. Right. Uh, and then, God, if we if we have time, we might get into the debate of you know Parks and Rec, The Office, stuff like right. that. Yeah. But you know what? Let's just stick with The Office here. Right. Let's talk about the characters. So you've got Steve Carell as Michael Scott. Yep. John Krasinski as Jim Halpert. Yep. You've got Rain Wilson, Dwight Schrute. Yes. Uh, Jenna Fisher. Pam Beasley, Pam, yep. Mindy Kaling, uh, Kelly Kapoor, yep. Uh, Ed Helms uh, came in. His his Packer. character was Andy Bernard. Oh no no no! Uh, Packer's a different character. I'm yeah, sorry. It, but but you were close. I, yeah. I, and I don't even know that actor's name uh, actually. But I he's in either. he's in every he's a, uh, same actor plays Champ in in uh, the uh, Anchorman. Burgundy. Yeah, the Anchorman yep. series. Uh, and so those are like the I think the main. Uh, I don't know the heavyweights you could right. say for the for the series. Well, you got BJ Novak at as Ryan. Yeah, as well, because well. I, I didn't leave anybody out because I went through. You know, you've got Kevin. He's a he's a freaking fan favorite. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Oscar, Phyllis, uh, Stanley, Creed. There's so many good Meredith, characters, and they're all good Toby. in their own ways. Toby. Toby was there. Yeah, Toby. And then some other characters that kind of came in and came out. Uh, you've got Aaron. Uh, the the the. Oh the, yeah, the receptionist. She took place. Yeah, she took place of Pam there for a while. Right. Uh, and then you've got. Uh, some of Michael Scott's girlfriends, uh, like Jan and Holly, uh, mm-hmm. and then you have some guys that that are kind of important and central roles to the to the show for for certain certain episodes, maybe certain arcs uh, right. of the story. Because Robert California comes in and he's a big part of it. Yeah, and he comes in in the later James seasons. Spade, is it James Spader? Is that what his name is? Uh, Spader is in there for a little bit. Yeah, that's Robert California. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and then you got Roy. A uh, little bit of tension between him and uh and, and John Krasinski's character, yes, and then Daryl. Um, uh, Daryl's big. I the, yep. the actor's name slips my mind, but he did a fantastic job playing Daryl. Um, the guy I, I'm not sure of his name either, but uh, <laughs> the guy that plays um the corporate. Uh, he's the head of corporate of Dunder Mifflin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. can't think of his name, but uh, he also there's a few episodes early on where he plays kind of a different role than he does. It's interesting. Same character, but kind of a different role in the in the show. Well, it's it's interesting that you bring that up because it does seem like there's there's such a character arc for all of these uh, people because you know right. as soon as they start, maybe they didn't know that Creed was going to be so popular. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe they didn't realize that that Toby was going to be a character that everyone disliked. Right. Um, that's the that's the beauty of it is you you saw how they started and then you got to watch that progress through nine seasons. Right. For the most part, of yeah. course, uh, there's a couple characters that came and went. Yeah. Uh, but uh, regardless, all the characters were important to the story. Right. Um, I don't know. You know, there's so many characters. It's hard to say that if you just took one away, that it still wouldn't be the office. Right. But I honestly do feel like every character contributes to the story absolutely yeah and and you never know what was going to happen because you might turn on the episode and it's focused on uh on jim halpert for for a while yep. uh, but then you might turn it back on and and michael scott's the central figure in the, in the episode All right the office was great because it could have a new main character every single episode right i mean you went from like they would have different things whether it be focusing on a love story or focusing on a uh, something we'll get to in a minute is the pranks between jim and dwight yes, and focusing yes. on the the things that Dwight and Michael would do together, and there was just different things that could happen that would they would zone in on one or two characters, yes, yes. and then the others would kind of fill in for that. And the characters were also different. There wasn't one oh, that yeah. was that was exactly the same. 
because I mean, if you go through Michael Scott, he's he's the boss, of course, of, of the Dunder Mifflin uh, Paper Company, right? And he's a little awkward. Uh, he's you you sometimes question how he got to that that point, how right. he became the boss, and then you've got a guy like uh, Jim Halpert. Uh, played by John Krasinski in a great role, oh, yeah. uh, possibly a breakout role for John Krasinski. Because you look, you look was. at him now, and he's just absolutely getting every job that he wants in Hollywood. Right. But Jim Halpert, he's a little bit of a charismatic kind of kind of figure, and mm-hmm. and he's the guy that always looks at the camera. Um, and, right. And I'll go ahead and tell you, if you want to spice up your life, and I'm talking, I'm not talking about TV shows. I'm talking about your life, yeah. DJ, or anybody that's listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, if something random happens in your life. Uh, look look at an imaginary camera and, and make oh, a face yeah, like Oh, yeah, it's Jim. so much fun. I do that all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, it's so much fun. It, it just makes you feel like you're a part of something, um, and you might be. You never know if there's right. actually going to be a camera in that direction, right. uh, and it's good practice in case you ever need to audition for a, a right. role that would be uh, similar to John Krasinski's character. Right. You've got Dwight Schrute. Um, he is the guy. He's always trying to get... He, he wants to be the manager. Right. I think, I think he respects Michael Scott, but he definitely wants his job. Well... And another thing with Dwight is he's kind of like the goody two shoes. He goes by the playbook at yes. all times. If you veer away, if you veer away from that, from then, the guidelines, yeah, then, then he's on top of you about it. Right. And he's so extreme with everything that he does and all of his beliefs that um, his kind of blindness to look outside of that is what helps Jim's character kind of yes make a play on see that. that's what i was about to say is but the characters mesh so well together right because you've got you know maybe you've got a character that's really smart yeah. but then you've got a character like kevin that's just not not all there right and you know for a fact that or at least you hope that that, that actor i'm not sure i'm not entirely sure what his name is and that's going to happen a lot there's so many characters yeah, in the show we're many. not going to remember all the actors yeah. and actresses names uh, but you hope that he's not actually like that in real right. life, and I'm pretty sure we go ahead and say that he's not. Mm-hmm. But he does a great job portraying someone that is just you know stuck in that office job where you know maybe they're just moving things from file to file, and that's right. their only job in the in the uh, thing besides to make people laugh. I think right. Kevin Kevin is really good at, at doing that. But uh, Jenna Fisher as as Pam Beasley, um, mm. the the relationship we'll talk about that between her and Jim uh, is just one that it's just. It really gets to you, and, and you relate oh, to that. Good. Oh, uh, it's good. Oh, it's good. I remember because I, I, you've watched The Office all right. the way through. I've yep. watched The Office all the way through. Yeah. And uh, I, I'll go ahead and say there's not really another TV show I think that has gotten me uh, to tears sometimes uh, with with the storylines that they that they have uh, presented. Um, I, I'm a, I'm a bit of a baby when it comes to uh, some of the things like that. So okay. Um, th- I can think of a couple of the shows that got it, but that was one of the top man as far as like love stories go within uh, within a sitcom. Yeah. Show, oh, exactly. They, definitely one of the best. And whenever you you talk about those defining moments of the TV show and the moments that are so memorable, uh, yeah. that, and we're going to talk about that at the end of the episode. But there's a lot of them that involve uh, that that relationship between Jim and Pam. Uh, yes. But but Jenna Fisher does an absolutely great job. Uh, oh yeah. And you see her character kind of just uh, blossom as as the show goes on. She's sneakily hot. Yeah. You she, could go I ahead mean, and say that. Um, I don't know. I don't know how old she is. Dressed up as a receptionist. Well, she's a little older now. Right. Right. But when at they the first time, started at the time. But yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, and that's just an observation. Uh, if someone's listening and they say, like, you know what, that's that's kind of rude. That's uh, a compliment. It's a compliment to yeah. her. Uh, Maybe yeah. I should. Okay, so she is a good-looking. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. See, now for some reason that sounds better. Right. Um, and I don't know if that. You know, I'm not a woman, of course. Yeah. But I don't know if they would appreciate. Oh wow, you you look beautiful today. Yeah. Uh, rather than man, she's hot. You look yeah. hot today. I th- I think that. Uh, the former rather than the latter would be uh, more complimenting to the right. to the female. But you know what? That's besides the point. We're not talking about that. Uh, for some reason, I put Mindy 
uh, Kaling as one of those characters that is kind of a well-known heavyweight uh, right. name whenever it comes to the show. Right. Um, a lot of people might say, oh, really, you know, I, I didn't realize that. But she has she has her own show after the fact. Uh, and you see her in a lot of movies and stuff. So I kind of went ahead right. and threw her in there. And her character, not my favorite, of course. No. Uh, but not, and it's not because she's a woman or anything. It's just, just they, they created well, no, her. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, nothing you know, wrong with that. I just want to make sure that I, everything is cleared up here. I don't want anybody to point fingers and, right. and, and say stuff like that. Um, but yeah, she's she plays a role in the, in the show, of course, and uh, she's got some interesting character arcs, and she's got her moments for sure, Kelly right. Kapoor. Well, she's got, and she does a very good job of playing that character. Yes, like, that character yes. is meant to be very talkative and ditzy, and she does it quite perfectly. Yes, and, and I can totally agree with that. And then you've got Ed Helms that came in as Andy Bernard. Um, Andy. He's that's a really good character. Right. Uh, they brought him in he because he didn't start on the show. Right. Uh, I think he came in. Like if if you had to ask, um, I think he comes in earlier than you think because whenever you just kind of think back and say, "Huh, when did when did Ed Helms come into the office?" You might. What would be your first guess? Like season six? Well, or something? I've seen it, so my guess would probably be season three. Yeah, it's 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 really. I'm not. I don't I have a certain it, answer for you, and I apologize. I but it is earlier than you three. think. But and, yeah, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, and he comes in, and he's a character that at first he he's kind of annoying. Um, right. But that's who he's supposed to be. That's how he was. Uh, cast in the role of, of Andy well, Bernard. Well, him and a couple of uh, other characters kind of come into the show, and it, there was a couple more along with them that you thought, okay, well, these are kind of expendables. They're going right, to yeah. come in for maybe a few episodes, and then, the, exactly. and then they're gone. Well, then a couple of them just kind of stick. Right, and right, right. Ed Helms' character ended up sticking throughout the rest of the yes, show. Yes, yes, and then and then you've got those. You know, we, we we talked about the heavyweights, but you've got Kevin, you've got Ryan, Oscar. Kevin's fantastic. K- Kevin's fantastic. Oh my god, Ryan, I think is uh, he, he's he's a good part of the of the show. A lot of people forget about Ryan. He kind of BJ Novak actually uh, wrote some and produced some of. Yes, he does. The uh, so it was it was cool that he got to do both. I, right. I, I'm sure. Um, right. Oscar uh, is is a is a really good character. Yep. Phyllis. Yep. Uh, and and Meredith. Uh, the, just those common workplace people, uh, they really fit the role of like someone that would work in an office. Right. Um, and not again, not because they're women, but I'm just saying that it looked like they fit those roles. Like it, they just belonged in the, in hey, the uh, office. A uh, fun fact for you, I think I saw somewhere one time that um, Krasinski and B.J. Novak actually went to it was like the same elementary school or middle no school kidding. at one point. That is which just else. blows my mind that two people could And a AY and two K fun fact for you right, right there. Yeah. Uh, you might want to fact check it, but right. but well, as far as it. we know that's that's what happened. Right. Um, and then you've got Toby uh, kind of a hated character, but you hate him because you love him, or you he love him because you hate he, him. Yeah, that's the thing is he does a great job of playing kind of the innocent, hated character. Yes, and then of course you you talk about Stanley. Uh, he's a fan favorite. Right. I know I love Stanley. Stanley's one of my favorite characters. Right. Uh, and then you've got Creed, who doesn't really say anything. Oh, he. That's the thing is he. I bet he's got less than fifteen or twenty lines. Yeah. Through nine seasons. And they're all fantastic. Every single time Creed is on the screen, it's funny. There's oh, not yeah. a moment where Creed's on the screen and like nothing happens. Right. Something happens whenever Creed's on the screen. Right. And uh, I think that's a testament to him. I think that you know, just to do that much with as little uh, screen time as as you have. Oh uh, yeah. That's just a, a testament to both the actor and the the character itself. Right. Um. But you know, we talk about all these characters, and and they all fall underneath uh, that one character that is the boss, air quotations. Right. Uh, they, and whenever I say boss, Michael Scott might not be uh, best suited for that that position. Right. But regardless and nonetheless, he is. Right. Um, so the question that I think a lot of people find themselves asking whenever they're watching The Office is, is Michael Scott a good person? Or you can go ahead and simplify it and say, do you like Michael Scott? I do. 
I do like Michael Scott, and I think that he would be, like, in real life, I think he would be fun to work for. He Mm. would probably get fired pretty quickly. Especially now. Especially Uh, now. Some of the stuff that that he he says throughout the uh, series uh, is a little controversial. Well, he's, without trying to be, he's extremely, like, misogynistic. Mm. He can be very sexist at times. Hey, high five for that. Damn. Misogynistic. Yeah, so he likes massages, right? Is that what that means? Uh, No. Okay. Well, it, uh, but you don't but, have to define it. Just right. keep going. Well, yeah. I mean, he just he does a great job of playing somebody who is trying to do the right thing all of the time, but isn't in that the brightest in that bulb. pursuit of right. doing the right thing, he's always doing the wrong thing. Right. Uh, and and that that is a really good point. Uh, if someone said Quinn, do you like Michael Scott? I would say yes. Um, I think that he he plays a pivotal role in the show. Um, yeah. you can't have the office without Michael Scott. No, it's completely. Um, and of off. course, it, you know, of course, it's maybe it's a little awkward. There's there's some cringeworthy yeah. moments uh, whenever Michael Scott's up on the screen, but uh, just it, it's just how the show works. Um, I don't think that you just have a boring boss in that position uh, that just like comes out and maybe the, his office is rebellious. It's almost right. like he's the one that's rebellious. Right. It's almost like he's the one that's bothering them and keeping them from getting work done. At, at many at, at many times it is. Yes. Yeah, so so, but whenever people just generally, some people I know don't like the character of Michael Scott because because he might be a little awkward because he might say things that are wrong. Right. Uh, but I think you know that's that's not Steve Carell uh, doing that. It's no. the the writers. It's the script that's that's making uh, right. Steve Carell do and that. And he does a great and job. And he performs it. it just absolutely magnificently. Yeah. So you can't blame him for that. But. Whenever, whenever we talk about some themes, um, awkwardness, I think, is one of them. Oh, yes. There's a lot of times whenever, like, a, an awkward moment comes up, um, and that's whenever Jim, you know, looks into the camera. Or, you know, Jim's not the only one that looks into the camera. There's a lot right. of uh, opportunities for the characters to look into the camera. But Well, what you get with that is it's in an office setting, you think of things being, like, and even, like, in, pu- in a public setting. Right. You think of things needing to be politically correct, and there are certain things that you just don't say and do, mm. and that's the thing. is like Michael Scott and a couple other characters do a very good job of kind of pushing the envelope with that, that's and right. sometimes way like just throwing the envelope. And that's why, uh, as we were talking earlier, you know, could The Office come back? Um, there's been many uh, of the actors and actresses, especially Steve Carell, saying that The Office just wouldn't work in today's society, right. which is, you know, at some point it's a little disheartening, but... It probably is true. Um, right. With all the things that the office did, uh, there's certain things that I guess you could get away with ten years ago that you can't anymore. Right. Um, and it's and Which it's is crazy kind of, to think about. It is crazy to think about how much things have changed in ten years. Yeah, because instead of maturing as as a society, we are almost re- you know regressing. Right. And I'm not going to say that some of the movements that 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 are happening are, are bad. Uh, right. No. Most of them are are for good causes and and they're for the right purpose. But right. Whenever it comes to a fact that you couldn't enjoy a TV show just because some of the characters say some off-putting things, some offsetting yeah. things, I think that's a little ridiculous. Right. But yeah, there's that awkwardness to and that. There's a political view that we just kind of threw in there. At least I did. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. Um, some themes is, is what we're talking about. We've kind of moved on to the themes part. Now we covered awkwardness, um, and then we've covered Jim looking at the camera for, for oh. pretty much the entire episode. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad that this isn't like a video-based podcast. We could show you because we would look into the camera at multiple po- points, and maybe we will. Because I've, you know, recently I've right. thought about maybe we should start filming us doing this. Maybe we should have an Instagram page. Uh, if that's something, the Instagram that, page would be good. I think so too. We I, could work our way into the video. I really, I really do think. And then maybe you know we, we they vote the the poll, and you know maybe this is a conversation that we should just have off the podcast. But we're gonna go go ahead and have it right no, now. Yeah. But maybe. They vote on the poll, and then once the topic's uh, chosen, we release a little 15, 20-second video on Instagram 
and it's just like a little skit, uh, you know, just saying, hey, this is what what the topic's about this week. Uh, it'd be great. So maybe that's something think, that we do I, in the future. I think they'd love it. Uh, if if people like that, uh, go ahead and let us know. Yeah. Uh, because we've got Twitter, we've got email, we've got all that stuff. Yep. But we just took a little detour there, but we yep. are rounding no, no, back. Get back. Yep. Let's talk about the pranks. Uh, it, it starts oh, the out in the office, I think, in the very first episode. Ex- yeah. Very, uh, right I off think the bat. first scene. First scene, uh, Jim uh, and Jim, the Jello. Jim. Yeah. Now, here's a here's a tr- trivia question for you. What is it that's in the Jello? It's a stapler. It's a stapler. That's yeah, right. You yeah. got it. Yeah, I'm not gonna miss that. No, I, and I mean, you shouldn't on. have. And I didn't expect you to. But yeah, Jim puts uh, Dwight stapler in yeah. Jello, and from then on, the tone is set between those two characters. Right. And Jim plays all kinds of pranks on on uh, it's, Dwight. It, it's a constant battle of Jim trying to prank Dwight and, and Dwight trying to overcome and kind of like. In a well, not really in a friendly way, but he's trying to get Jim almost out of the office. A yeah. lot of the times, oh, it's almost it, it does like seem like that. he he gets to he gets pushed to a limit. And he wants Jim out, and that's the thing. It seems like that, but I don't think that Dwight would necessarily like it if Jim ended up leaving. I think that you can't right. have Dwight without Jim, well, and you can't have Jim without Dwight. And right, and you get to see some of that in the show. Even yeah, the, even the sure. characters play that kind of. And it, it is it is fun to see that. Um, so yeah, you've got some pranks going on. You've got some awkwardness. Uh, but like I said, there's a lot of love stories going on oh, in the office. Yeah. Um, you've got a lot of couples. Yep. Um, uh, for the, for the most part, if you could say it focused on one relationship, of course it's Jim, Jim and Pam. And Pam yeah. uh, but then you've got Michael Scott, and he's always it seems like in a dysfunctional relationship right. until he meets that that perfect one for him. Yep. And and it's as soon as uh, Holly, the ca- the character Holly, comes onto the show, you know that they're perfect for each other. Right. Uh, but yeah, Michael Scott went through some relationships that weren't weren't entirely uh, healthy. I guess you could they, say they were healthy for us to watch. And they laugh were, at. yeah. Oh, it was, man, it was very nice to laugh at, yeah. at the relationships that he was in. Uh, and then you've got the the relationship between uh, Kelly Kapoor and uh, Ryan and Ryan. Yep. Uh, the temp. I'm not sure what the his last temp. name is, but the thing is with that relationship, it's just funny because. It's like Ryan knows that he doesn't want to be in that relationship, but he he somehow keeps finding himself back in it. Right. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is whenever uh, him and Kelly ac- accidentally get together, right. and he checks the date, and he got together with yeah. her on February the thirteenth. Yeah. So now she was going to expect we, a Valentine's we, Day present. We hooked up on Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a really funny scene. Uh, you've got some some interesting uh, con- controversial uh, relationship. There's there's some cheating going on in the office. Right. Uh, you know, you got Dwight. And you've got uh, what's her face, Angela. Angela. Yeah, Dwight. Well, it, well, it starts with Dwight and Angela, and then you know they have a falling out. I won't give why away, but they no, kind of, they, no, have no, a, no. they have a falling out, and uh, then Ed Helms' character Andy yeah. comes in and kind of tries to swoo uh, yeah. or woo, not swoo. Yeah. Either swoo, way, swoo, he, woo, who? he he pursues a relationship with Angela right, at yeah. that point. And it's, um, it's interesting to see how that, that plays right. out. Um, that's the thing. Whenever we talk about a, a, a TV show, which is the first time, of course, and yep. we'll talk about it, I'm sure, plenty more times yeah. now, but we talk about a movie, we try not to give away what, what happens. Right. We just This is almost like an advertisement. This is basically a 30-minute advertisement for The Office. Yeah. Um, and, of course, it's it's an advertisement that people that have we watched The Office. We should be compensated uh, for even more than just this. I mean, I feel like we do a great podcast, and I feel like there should be some right. kind of revenue coming in. we got to get some sponsors. Right, we really do. Well, you met you met with uh, the, the corporate sponsor over in India last week, and we'll, yeah. talk, we'll talk about that yeah. after this. Right. Um, but th- now I just want to kind of get into some moments of The Office, because it's the moments that define The Office, I think. Right. And there's so many of them. Right. Um, I sent out a tweet uh, to, today, or of course yesterday. The episode's coming out on Wednesday. 
mm-hmm. but I sent out a tweet and asked you know people for their favorite office moments. Right. Um, did we get a lot of response back? I guess everybody was kind of busy, so right. no, not necessarily. Yeah. But we still got we, we still have some uh, some responses. Uh, we our first one was. Uh, from a, a friend of ours, Adam Redfern. I think that's how you pronounce your name, and I apologize if it's not. Right. Uh, but he said one of his favorite uh, moments is whenever Jim uh, pulls a prank on Dwight of him being Asian. It's a- the Asian. Oh, Jim that, yeah, that's a fantastic. Uh, it goes. Prank. It shows just how far Jim is willing to take a prank. It's so thorough. Yeah, he does such a great job of covering it up. Uh, he just one day Dwight comes in, and the guy that's sitting at Jim's uh, desk is Asian. Right. Uh, it's just it's just a hilarious bit. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, hilarity ensues. You can right. go ahead and say that whenever there's a prank on the on the show. Yeah. Um, uh, a, a point where it's awkward. This mm-hmm. is this is one that we got from a friend of ours uh, named Alec Raboin. Uh, yep. We're yeah, good friends with Alec. Uh huh. Um, and he says that his favorite moment is whenever Michael Scott says uh, to Phyllis, "You know what I'm worried about." Yeah. Getting a boner. Yeah, which is I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bleep that out. That was on TV, you know. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I mean, it's on it. Netflix. Right. You yeah, can go and watch Netflix. it over and over, over kid, and over. And if that's the worst thing that your kids are hearing, then they're in pretty good shape. Right. Uh, but yeah, that's a hilarious moment, and it's an awkward moment, but it works because that's just oh, Michael that's Scott's character. Um, and then you've got uh, Trevor Fisk, uh, really good, really close friends of ours. Yeah. He said that his favorite episode. Or maybe the favorite moment, you mm-hmm. know, you could say either or, right. is the fire. It's whenever Dwight oh, starts the fire. Oh, yes. And, man, does does chaos just erupt in, yeah. the, in the office workplace at that moment. Yeah. Um, it's it's a great episode to watch. Uh, it's one of those episodes that you can enjoy. Right. That's the thing about The Office. You don't have to watch the episodes in order. Uh, but No, it's a sitcom. Yeah. So, it, you know, there's usually a problem that's presented. And then it's resolved by the end of the episode. Right now, with the office, it's not always resolved at the end of the episode. Right there is sort of a storyline to the office. It's not it's not a regular sitcom, but I think most sitcoms kind of follow closely to the, to those guidelines. Right. Uh, and then our boy Stanley Round came Stanley. through, and he sent us that uh, he's he he went a little uh, a little mushy, and he said that his favorite office moment is the gas station proposal. Whenever... All right. Well, yeah, it's a, that's a pivotal moment. Yeah, that's a big moment in the show. Now, who gets proposed? Nah. Uh, you, you can probably uh, yeah right. Hugh gets engaged. I apologize. Hugh gets proposed too. I guess. Who proposed to you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we won't say that, but it's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, so you know, don't think about it for too long. Yeah. Um, and then just some other moments that I just didn't think we should leave out. Some some memorable office moments. Right. And we'll just go ahead and go through them. Uh, I guess it, the the first one that I want to talk about is the Dundies. I oh, think, the Dundies. I think yes. everybody always talks about the Dundies, and that's a, that's a part of the. You know, it's a right. part of the show that is like reoccurring. That it comes right. back to it. The yeah. Dundies is, is, is a reoccurring you get multiple theme. Dundies yeah. shows. Um, Ryan started the fire. That's a uh, good one. Whenever that's uh, a different fire from the, the one that Dwight starts. Yeah. Um, it's it's the parody to Billy Joel's uh, "We Didn't Start yeah. the Fire." Ryan started the fire. Ryan started the fire. Yeah. You got Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. Oh, I think Vance that's it. Refrigeration. Well, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, tea, <coughs> the teapot uh, yeah. with with uh, Jim. Jim presented to Pam. It's just a. It's kind of a cute idea, and uh, uh, yeah. you know, you know, boyfriends and husbands take note of that because right. I think that's something that that the women would actually enjoy. Right. Uh, I mean, there's so many moments that, you know, it, you hate to just kind of single some out. But uh, one that comes to mind, I said Stanley was one of my favorites, and one of my favorite moments is Stanley on Pretzel Day. Right. Stanley absolutely loves Pretzel Day. Yeah. And I've always said if I can find someone that I love as much as Stanley loves Pretzel Day, then I'm going to be in good shape. Oh, yeah. Prison Mike. Um, oh. An absolute great office moment <laughs> where Michael oh. uh, pretends like he is a, a fictional episode. character that he's created. Uh, Creed eating a potato. Um, I don't know if everybody remembers that. That's a small detail that's really funny. He he uh, just 
he's like he's like slicing what he thinks is I think is an apple, right? And it ends up being a potato, well, but he doesn't stop, whole. and he doesn't yeah. stop eating it, and that's the, that's one of the funnier parts. Uh, you go on the DVD logo where they're in the meeting, and the DVD logo is like bouncing around. Oh, and it finally, yeah. hits the corner, and they all go crazy. Yeah! we've all been there. I, yeah. really, I really do think we have. Um, whenever Michael drives into Lake Scranton, uh, because his because his GPS tells him to. Uh, no, there's a lake there. You can't <laughs> you gotta, turn right. There's a lake there. You got to you got to follow the GPS, and, yeah. and that's a testament to Michael Scott's character. Um, CPR training. Uh, that's a that's a very oh, famous a big uh, episode. thing where. Yeah. Where Dwight uh, tears off the or cuts off the, right. the CPR dummy's uh, face—that's just hilarious. Uh, Kevin, whenever he tragically spilled his chili um, at the beginning of an Fantastic episode. Fantastic episode there. Fantastic scene. Yes, it really is, and and it's those moments in the office where it's not a lot. It might be only fifteen seconds, but you right. remember it. It's oh, one of the yeah. most important parts of the episode. Exactly. Um, one of my favorites is whenever uh, Pam. Uh, her wedding dress is messed up. Right. And uh, Jim takes his tie and he cuts it right in half. Right. Oh, I mean, there's so many moments. What I mean, is there one that comes to mind whenever you you're trying to uh, think of think of one that's that you remember? Um, one that's really funny to me is when Creed tries to attempt a cartwheel. Oh my god. Oh, it's it's a it's a great one. Where it, and what's funny is like he tries to do it and he says. I did it. It's his yeah. New Year's resolution yeah. to do a cartwheel. <laughs> he says, "I did it." Yeah, but just, he didn't. It's, he didn't it's just do those it. little things yeah. uh, that just really bring the office to life. Threat level midnight uh, is one that I think right. is oh, absolutely fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Um, it takes that took a lot of production, mm-hmm. um, and and that's just really funny. And then I, I think one of the best scenes of the entire uh, show is whenever Michael returns. Of course, uh, not to spoil anything, but yeah. Michael Scott leaves, uh, but then for the finale he comes back. Right. Uh, and. Whenever he makes his "that's what she said" joke, one of his famous "that's what oh, she that's said" his, jokes. Yeah, that's his famous line. You, you from just the show. welcome him right back to the office. Yeah. But uh, I, I really think that we we've covered it as much as we can. Oh yeah, uh, no, it's, it's tough. It's tough to know when you've covered enough and right. when you haven't. But I think we have gotten to the point today where we can kind of call it uh, right. call it a day. Well, there's a lot still out there, but we can. That's for the audience it. to decide, yeah. and maybe we can talk about that at our fiftieth uh, or, or our, our birthday bash. Oh yeah. Whenever yeah, whenever we get to one. that point, so right. stay tuned for that. Uh, people go out and buy a sweatshirt. Oh, uh, yeah. They're out there. And then possibly be on the lookout for an AY2K single to be released later this week. Yeah. Um, it has nothing to do with anything, and I think that's great. And we might just release it anyways. We haven't decided. But thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, yeah. Make sure to tell your friends about it. And we thank you for tuning in every week. Um, Absolutely. This is going to do it for this episode of AY2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm DJ Pick. And you guys, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook, or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered. <laughs>